Hey everybody, it's Greg here for this It Was A Thing On TV instant reaction, and I'm doing this, it is right now as I speak, 4.54 p.m. here on the East Coast, just turned 4.55 p.m., and I decided to do this instant reaction after watching maybe one of the worst games of professional football that I've ever seen in my life. And you might be saying, Greg, that's saying a lot, because on the podcast you covered the Dolphins-Steelers Monday Night Football game from 2007. That was a 3 nothing Pittsburgh game. And of course, earlier this year, you talked about the Thursday Night Football game between Denver and Indianapolis from 2022. Well, let me just say, this game between the Jets and the Giants, a battle of two state rivals, was without a doubt the worst game of football that I've ever seen in my entire life. You want to know how bad it was? It was rainy. It was soaky. No one could complete like a third down conversion. I think no one completed a third down conversion in the first half. And if I can get the summary here, I'm looking this on the USA Today website. So uh doesn't have anything. But I think like the Giants converted like two... Uh, third downs the whole game and the Jets might have converted like I don't know one or two but it was like a weird game Tyrod Taylor for the Giants went out because he had broken ribs and he got replaced by some guy named Tommy DeVito now you might be wondering who in the world is Tommy DeVito well I'm glad you asked Tommy DeVito is a New Jersey quarterback. He played his high school ball in New Jersey, so local kid. And he played from Syracuse from 2017 to 2021 before transferring to the University of Illinois in 2022 and was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Giants. And boy, oh, he you could tell the Giants because with Daniel Jones out and with Tyrod Taylor, who had to go to the hospital with his broken ribs. Uh, they just rushed the ball. It was just Saquon, Saquon rushing the ball. Saquon Barkley had 36 carries, 128 yards. And, oh, it was absolutely terrible. And, okay, let me just describe the scoring the first half. So, the Giants took advantage on a Zach Wilson fumble and got into the red zone early in the first quarter. They kicked the field goal. And then it was punt, 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 And then the Jets had the ball, like, midfield. And, like, Wilson threw a check down to Brees Hall, where Brees Hall took it to the house for a 50-yard touchdown. So it was 7-3. to So we get to the third quarter. The Giants get the ball, like, to start the third quarter. And they commit, the the Jets, I should say, commit, like, two dumb penalties on third down. Like, I think Quincy Williams committed a penalty on third down, and Jermaine Johnson committed a penalty on a third down, extended the drive for the Giants. And it ended with a Tommy DeVito four-yard rush on third down to score the touchdown. Or third, maybe fourth down. I'm not sure. But DeVito scored the touchdown. It was amazing because Tommy DeVito had two completions in this game. He had two completions on seven attempts. For a grand total of negative one yard. And you might be wondering, wow, 
that's better than Tyrod Taylor did. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, before he got injured, was 4 for 7 with 8 yards. Amazing. And, well, Zach Wilson, I and I mentioned this maybe last week on the podcast to Mike, that Zach didn't do anything stupid the last three games, like with Kansas City, the Denver game, and the Philadelphia game, not turning the ball over. The box score says he was 17 for 36 with 240 yards and a TD, but, uh, well, it says on the box score here in UFC they one fumble lost. Now, the other fumble goes to, like, the center because they had the Jets their third-string center because the backup center they had got injured during the game. So they had to bring this third-string center who had never had a snap with Zach Wilson before, and... He completely, the center, misread the exchange with Zach Wilson and fumbled the ball that led to the Giants taking over. Of course, they didn't take advantage of that, the Giants, which is amazing. But it was like, the the Jets, it's always the problem I have with Nathaniel Hackett. It's think dunk, throw, like, check down. It's like, no imagination whatsoever. It's so frustrating to watch. It was frustrating. I'm watching Red Zone right now. I was watching like parts of the Eagles Commanders game. And I'm looking at the Eagles. Now I know the Eagles have had their struggles this year with Jalen Hurts, but they're seven and one. They have like such dynamic players with friggin' uh Brown and Devontae Smith and everybody. It's and Swift. It's like when you watch the Eagles play and you watch the Jets play, it's like you're watching a completely different sport when you see the Eagles play. And I can't even believe the Eagles lost to this Jets team like a couple weeks ago. Like, okay, so let me get to the part where this is what you're here for, how this game ended and why I'm recording this. So, it's 10-7 Giants. So, Jets are on their, like, own, like, 41-yard line. So, they need about 30 yards to get into field goal range. And so, it's, like, 4th and 10. And Zach Wilson is just running, like, for his life and throws an incomplete pass. And it's just... This is where I turned the game off thinking the Jets had lost the game. Like, okay, it's 4th and 10. The Giants are, like, at the like at the 27-yard line. So, it's like they're probably going to get a chip shot field goal from Goodno to make it 13-7. And the Jets are probably going to burn two timeouts because they had two timeouts left. And it's going to be 13-7. Jets are going to have the ball back. And Wilson has to probably go all the way to throw – hopefully get, like, a Hail Mary from Garrett Wilson, which the way the Jets were playing, it was like, there's no way I thought they were going to win this game. Absolutely no way I thought they were going to win this game whatsoever. So I turned the game off, and then I'm watching Red Zone, and I see, like, in the back, because I was, like, preparing for um, the Thursday show, because the Monday show is already edited. I was preparing the the Matthew Perry tribute that we're going to have for the Thursday show, because... We couldn't get it for the Monday show because we wanted to do something for Richard Mull's recent passing, RIP, to both Richard Mull and Matthew Perry, by the way. Uh, we're going to miss them both. But while I was editing that for Matthew Perry, 
I'm looking at red zone, and I see Zerline kicking a field goal, and it's 10-10. And I had to do a double take, like, what? Like, how did this happen? How in the world did Greg Zerline kick it, and how did the Jets get the ball back with the score at 10-7? Because I thought the ball's all the way at the – 20 set the Giants need 27 yards for either a field goal or a first down to end the game so I have no idea how that happened so what I did was because I'm subscribed to NFL plus since obviously I've red zone and everything I have it queued up they already have the full game replay up so I'm gonna watch the replay right now I have the it all queued up with 126 with the Giants having the ball here so I'm gonna Finally see how this happened. Because I watched the overtime period when I came back to the game. So, okay, DeVito hands it off to Barkley right here. Okay, so it's like five or six yards. And by the way, while I mention this, while I'm watching this here on Red Zone, I got to say, I really enjoyed, despite the game being bad, I think the... uh, the Andrew Catalan, Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan combination. That's a really good booth. And despite how bad the game was, I mean, they all, like, they kept me into the game. Because if if they had, I mean, if it was like a like Tom McCarthy doing this game, I probably would have turned this game off a long time ago. Okay, second and four. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. DeVito hands it off to Barkley again, and they just get, like... All right, so it's third and two here. And the Giants burned a timeout here. Okay. So let me try to skip ahead here on... Uh... Okay, so... Oh, it's third and three. Okay, l- now let me see how this... I'm trying to think. They didn't Joe Pissard's Nick the Giants this, did they? No, they handed off. Okay, so it's fourth and. Okay, so. Okay, so what happened with the field goal? That's what I want to know. Okay, so th- this was the Jets were out of timeouts here, and did Dable take this down to like one second and call time? Yeah, that's what he. That was what he was doing here because he was next to the official. Yeah, and that's what he did. He, he called timeout here. Okay, so now here's the kick. I'm watching it here. With 28 seconds left on 4th and 1. And... I... Was it... Was it blocked? It was no good, but... I think it... Because I see saw number 99, Will McDonald, was there. Did he get... I don't know if he got a hand... Did he get a hand on it, Will McDonald? Okay, I'm watching... Now, that's not a good... I couldn't tell by that replay right there. No, he didn't get it. I don't think he got a hand on it, McDonald. Well, he might have. He might have had a tip on it. It went wide left. So, okay. So, it's 24... They have no timeouts. So, how did they get into field goal range? Okay. So, all right. Let me see how they got into field goal range here. All right. All right, so the ball was at 25. And, okay, snap. 
flag on. Okay, throw to Wilson at midfield. Okay, so obviously this would have had to go against the Giants, but obviously the clock had to stop because of the penalty. So that set them up right here. So I'm guessing, I'm going to guess maybe they threw it to the sideline here with 17 seconds left and got like a couple of like, maybe a five, maybe a 15-yard play or something for uh, Zerline to kick the field goal. I, I, my guess is, <laughs> my guess would be completely off knowing how Nathaniel Hackett runs this offense and, Hey, what? They they threw it to midfield to those. Oh, oh, they have it. Uh, you can hear cattle. I can hear Catalan yelling three, two, and Zach Wilson got the ball on the ground at one second. Oh my God, that could have been like another disaster of what happened at the end of the first half against Denver. Similar situation happened where Wilson couldn't spike the ball in time because. I the Jets are fortunate they came away with a win here. That's all I'm gonna say. I forgot to mention the Jets got their winning touchdown in overtime as a result of a pass interference call against the Giants, which set them up around the red zone, I believe, which allowed Zerline to kick the field goal right away as the Jets didn't want to take any chances and go straight ahead for the win. And I gotta say the field goal I thought his moment he kicked it, I thought the instant it looked no good, but it went in through the uprights, and that's really all I care about. So at least they got the win right there. But uh, it was absolutely awful. It's like the Giants had to, I mean, obviously since they had no quarterbacks, they predictably had to run it all the time. The Jets couldn't really get anything going until like when they had to really rush to get a score man maybe they should have played like that the last 24 seconds of regulation like the whole freaking game maybe that would have uh done something i i'll just say this the jets are the weirdest four and three team in the history of the nfl that's all this. I, and they go to Los Angeles next week on Monday night to play the Chargers. And then they have a Sunday night game in Vegas against the Raiders. And the Giants, well, they're now 2-6. and six. Let me just see the way their schedule looks. Uh, they got the Raiders in Vegas next week. They're at Dallas in week 10, at Washington week 11, at home again against New England, at home against Green Bay in week 14 because they have a bye in week 13, at New Orleans week 15, at Philadelphia week 16 on Christmas Day, and at home against the Rams on New Year's Eve, and then at at home January 7th against the Eagles in week 18. I still cannot get around in my head, even though it's been three years that there's now 18 weeks in the NFL season. 
But that's another rant for another day. I was watching a little bit of the S&Y postgame, and Willie Colon was, like, bashing the hell out of the Jets coaching staff the whole game. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, even though the Jets got a win, dear God, Robert Sala is fortunate he came away with a win because, dear God, the Jets committed, like, nine penalties. I mentioned the two penalties, the two stupid penalties on third down that caused the Giants to get that touchdown drive in the third quarter. And I just, it's hard. I mean, look, am I happy the Jets are four and three? Yes. Do I think Robert Sala is still one of the worst head coaches in the NFL? Yes. But you know what? I can feel better knowing the Jets are four and three and New England is now two and six. I can at least feel happy that for this year at least, near the midway point of the season, the Jets, record-wise, are a better team than New England. And I guess that's all that matters. And this was the worst game of football I ever watched. I think there have been XFL games that I would rather watch than this game. There, I can probably think of like maybe five or six XFL games from this past spring that I would rather watch. I bet there's probably like five or six USFL games from this spring that were better than this game. That's how bad this game was. Ugh. Well, that's going to do it for this instant reaction. And we got Doctor Who anniversary month coming up as me and Chico will be talking about Grace Point. That'll be coming up right here at it was a thing on tv.com at midnight October 30th and we're going to kick off a great series of episodes as we celebrate the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who so until next time I'm Greg and we'll see you right here at it was a thing on tv for that episode coming up tomorrow wow here we go Zerline. 35-yard attempt to send the game to overtime. Kick on the way, and it is good! And we got bonus football in Jersey. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! No!